Welcome to Blue Line, the podcast hosted by Blue Line, Canada's only independent national magazine for law enforcement. You've tuned in to hear compelling conversations on hot topics and trends with law enforcement professionals and personalities from across Canada. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Blue Line, the podcast, a podcast created for and aimed at all members of law enforcement. I'm Brittany Schroeder, editor of Blue Line magazine. Today, I am joined by Inspector Nadine Wagner of the Calgary Police Service, and we're going to be talking about a crucial aspect of any career in law enforcement, and that is training. I'm really excited for our conversation, Nadine, so thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited, and just to start us off, I'd really love to hear about your background. I, I want to know why you wanted a career in law enforcement and really what your journey has been like from recruit to inspector. I didn't know that I wanted to be a, in law enforcement actually at first, okay. although I've been raised in a family with uh, first responders. My my father is a retired member of the Calgary Fire Department, okay. and uh, I have an uncle that has worked uh, primarily for the Calgary Police Service and also in the RCMP. And so when I started university, um, I was kind of set on um, going into law school. Oh. And um, I quickly realized that uh, I didn't think law school was um, going to be a fit. And um, my uncle, um, well, you know, always, always wanting to help people and uh, growing up and volunteering and just trying to make the city I, I have been born and raised in better. Mm -hmm. um, um, my uncle really saw, um, I think, things in me that would make a really good police officer. So he he said right along. And uh, I'll tell you right after that right along, um, I was hooked. And um, I went off and learned about what it would take and what I needed to um, complete to be competitive to be a member of the Calgary Police Service. So that's how I pivoted. And then when I finished university, I made an application very similar to the process that it still stands today around the written package and references and exams and interviews and all the things that I think any officers that can go on any website in Alberta will uh, support this process. And um, my journey to get on with the service wasn't linear. So I will share that with the listeners today. It is not um, a simple process. It's a very competitive and um, robust process, but it doesn't mean if there isn't um, little bumps along the way that you can't be successful. So I was successful in actually the fall of 2002, and I started uh, in December um, 2002. So I'm about to start my 22nd year in policing. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. So obviously it was a it was a, it was a journey, bumps along the way to get in and um ever since I started, I've had amazing amazing opportunities throughout my career and I think that you were curious about all of those pieces. So um in the Calgary Police Service you have almost 6 months of training um that you're paid for before you start your field training with your coach out in community. So those first few years I was out in a district uh, Northwest Calgary. It was even where I was living at the time. And it was, it was just an amazing opportunity being part of a team. I had an amazing uh, sergeant that 
challenged me to grow um, and nothing beats a good partner on on the street and serving Calgarians and doing all the things that I imagined a profession in policing would be all about. Shortly after um, a few years in patrol, um, Alberta received some significant money, actually, to expand joint force efforts to okay. combat um, organized crime and drug-related crime. And so from there, I ended up applying for a position with the provincial team. And um, I spent the next almost four years working, combating marijuana grow operations all throughout Southern Alberta and um, undercover operations to target street level uh, trafficking. So that was a really, really fun time. Um, really, really busy. Again, when we think of our family in blue, you know, I was just invited into Calgary Police Service as a family. And now I had amazing other partners um, and connections with the RCMP and other municipal services in Alberta, including Lethbridge, Medicine Hat and Tabor. So, you know, it it just continues to align that commitment to public safety and to community service. So after my time in uh, the drug unit, uh, I applied for promotion mm -hmm. uh, and I was promoted as a detective and went in and it was assigned to the child abuse unit. And that position, again, was another huge growth opportunity for me. Probably some of the most challenging files and investigations I have ever been a part of. But the most rewarding, I learned how to be a very, very good forensic interviewer uh, with children and building trust and confidence with these little people that had very devastating things happen to them, mm -hmm. but see then the hope and resilience in them that there was police officers willing to help. So super, super rewarding. So then I did uh, a couple of years in the homicide unit mm -hmm. and again, huge team effort to find the truth to a tragic event of uh, you know circumstances mm -hmm. that happens in society and and supporting families through a very challenging system like our court system and and on that healing journey hopefully around grief of their loved ones and then um, I was promoted again after uh, a lot of work in major crimes that was yeah child abuse uh, homicide domestic conflict and as a staff sergeant, I was leading our wellness, uh, our employee wellness resources. Okay. And that included, I think, a really interesting piece from my perspective, as I've learned over the years, um, Calgary Police has had, um, not like many others, um, a, a very robust peer support program um, for uh members, both sworn and civilian employees, when things are hard, whether it be professionally, whether it be personally, combination of both. And this was a very rewarding time too, um, to support the people that were helping the people to deliver, again, service to community members. We did a lot of work in there around looking at further programs that could enhance resiliency amongst the membership at the Calgary Police Service. And some of those big programs didn't come to fruition while I was there as the lead, but they have today. And so super proud to 
share that how committed and dedicated the Calgary Police Service is to innovation and doing things um, to support their employees. You meet people along the way. And um, one of my biggest influencers in my career probably was my original class sergeant in recruiting and uh, in the learning center. And so I wanted to go work for him. And so he was out in a a district office again. And I really wanted to, I had been, you know, spent a lot of my career in investigations and I wanted to get back into uniform and with patrol members and and support them and the work that they were doing based on all the experience that I had been gaining. So I headed out to District 5. For those of you who are familiar with Calgary area, that's um, northeast Calgary and pretty lucky to be out there. It's where I've grown up and uh, lived my uh, entire life um, as a child and youth. And no sooner did I get out there working as uh, his staff sergeant or second in command, um, he was pulled <laughs> for another opportunity and I went up acting inspector. Wow. And so yeah um it never fails sometimes um it was a really lovely gift drinking from the fire hose again but i had the privilege to lead an amazing group of people that were dedicated uh to to public safety in a very very diverse hectic dynamic area of the city and i spent almost four years out there and uh that's where i was promoted as inspector so a super fun um place amazing people again and we dealt with a lot of things during that time and then I guess um, where I am now I had a small little stint as an acting superintendent but my commitment was to return to my roots which I see as the chief crowfoot learning center which is our training center in the Calgary police service and that's where I'm working today and how we met Brittany a couple weeks ago and um, I've been here almost two and a half years supporting delivering training throughout uh, the entire service. It has been a fun and fast journey, I'll say. <laughs> I can't believe, you know, my sergeant said on, you know, the first couple of weeks of recruit training and that uh, it goes fast and you never believe it some days, but it certainly does. Definitely. Now you just briefly mentioned it and I want to dive further in to the Chief Crowfoot Learning Center at CPS. So can you tell our listeners um, everything about that um, and what goes on at the center? Yeah, absolutely. So our Chief Crowfoot Learning Center is essentially the hub of all our learning and training for the CPS. So every employee from the first day to the last day of their employment will participate at some point through training. Um, A lot, of course, is focused in the sworn world, I am one of the first commanders that uh, our newest uh, employees, our recruits, will meet on first day in their recruit training. Also under under this is all our in-service training. So in uh, 25 plus years of service, um, there's ongoing training opportunities, both mandatory and self-directed that officers can explore to continue to develop themselves or keep them proficient for what challenges will they face in our profession. Kind of like what you already commented about, like this is the services way of, you know, opening up doors and opportunities for members to develop themselves. 
to seek out their career paths. So our recruits start with me for the first six months and and uh, uh, an amazing team of trainers that will spend six months with them, teaching them all the things that they need to be effective out in patrol. And um, whether it comes from, you know, lawful authorities and driving and um, firearms and subject control tactics to documentation and note-taking and report writing and all the things that support their preparedness to go into their um, officer coach phase, which we call patrol training officer phase, uh, our PTO. I think the other thing that I'll just highlight is our profession is a tough one and um, what our community asks of us and how we need to evolve and shift with the demands uh, that our community is asking to ensure public safety is one that we have to take seriously and evolve with. I don't think the Calgary Police Service is perfect. I think there's opportunity always for continuous improvement mm-hmm. because we're always being asked or provided feedback on on what we could potentially explore and do differently. And so I will highlight, you know, some things that are different than other services across Canada is that we do do our training right from day one internally. Mm-hmm. And our officers are paid class five constable wages with benefits and pensions and all of those pieces right from day one. And um, we really like to continue uh, to be that competitive organization to seek out the people that that are dedicated to this profession. In your own words, Nadine, why is it so important for officers to have access to a center like this. You kind of briefly touched on it before, but just wondering if there's anything else you think you wanted to highlight. Again, like it's hard to say because, you know, we have such different structures and size of police services across Canada, Mm -hmm. including, you know, our federal body being the the RCMP. But I think being, you know, uh, the third largest municipal service in Canada, not only do we have that obligation to make sure our officers are trained to the, you know, highest standards and um, to support the evolution of whether it be training tactics, investigative excellence, um, to serve Calgarians the best way. We often support some of our smaller municipal organizations within Alberta Mm -hmm. to support their training needs and aspirations. Because um, the reality is, is our profession requires all of us to be working and collaborating together to serve community and boundaries really shouldn't matter. But we are constantly striving and evolving with those asks based on the support we actually have from Calgarians. The CPS is very lucky. Um, We have um, a very, very supportive community, which allows us to explore you know, innovation and improvements consistently and constantly. What would you say makes CPS stand out from other police services, like specifically in terms of training? I know we've already mentioned that recruits are paid right from day one and treated with the same level of other constables. Uh, Just wondering if there's anything else that you wanted to mention. I think it's really hard to say um, what CPS stands out in terms of training because 
sometimes training is very specific to a city center or a rural versus a urban center and those sort of things. But what I can say about uh, our profession in policing, you know, across Canada is that our our organizations are also very committed to ensuring uh, psychological safety and belonging. And one of the things that I would say is standing out for Calgary Police Service right now and some work that uh, we've partnered with the University of Calgary is the work that we're doing around um, changing social norms within our profession to advance gender equity, obviously in traditionally male-dominated workplace, such as policing. And so this work that uh, myself and several peers here in CPS, you know, very proud of what we've been doing almost for three years now with the with the University of Calgary and partnered with the Faculty of Social Work is it's called the Art of the Nudge. And the Art of the Nudge is just really how we are using the nudge theory to give people options around shifting their behaviors or words and influencing those small changes Mm -hmm. to create opportunities for safety and psychological safety in our organization. Uh, The Art of the Nudge is research being led through SHIFT at the University of Calgary, led by Lana Wells. And we're really working to improve social conditions in male-dominated workplaces through an adaptive learning approach to, to shift behaviors. And, you know, I've obviously grew up in this organization. I don't know anything differently, mm-hmm. um, but I know and I've been starting to see that some of these micro interventions that we have been exploring over the last three years in specific units and teams are starting to make a difference in enhancing uh, psychological safety and belonging. If there are any officers out there who may be potentially looking to make the move to Calgary, what would you want them to know as they make their decision? Oh, wow. Thanks. I love that question. So I'm very biased. I, uh, I'm a born and raised Calgarian, and I am super proud um, to live in this city. It is really vibrant. It's safe. It's affordable. It's full of amazing people. I'm a, I'm a super outdoorsy person. You know, I love to bike and hike and camp. So we're super close to the Rocky Mountains. We also are the sunniest city, I think, of Canada, which uh, says a lot where uh, you might figure out where I get my energy from. But, um, you know, I I just think it's a really, really friendly city. If there are other officers that are looking for a change and um, they're courageous enough to start off new, I can tell you that they'll be very, very supported in exploring this as an option. We are hiring direct entry officers we have two classes a year. It's a it's a condensed training for them. And um, really, it's a familiarization more than anything, because we know these officers have been great officers for whatever other organization they have worked for before as they make it through our our recruitment process. But if, if it's a big decision, so I know it won't be taken lightly, but please like reach out. Obviously, our recruitment unit is great at answering those questions. But if you are looking at moving to Calgary, come check out the city. 
uh, for yourself. Don't take my word for it. We do have four amazing seasons, but we do have a winter. So for some, that's not something that people love, but we also have Chinooks. And uh, you and I can joke about that from your visit here is that Yes. Um, we can have, <laughs> we have cold snaps and as quickly as it turns cold, it can um, become, it's a clear blue sky and it melts everything away. And uh, we can see 20 degree changes over a 24 or 48 hour period. Um, but really, if, if you're interested, come check it out, come for a ride along. Nothing could answer people's questions better than hopping in a car with one of our our members and exploring the city and seeing our technology and our approach um, for calls for service than seeing it for themselves. So obviously, I think there's also a really nice uh, work-life balance for, for Calgarians or our CPS members. Our commutes, compared to my peers that I've spoken to across Canada, are probably a little more desirable. We have some suburbia um, uh, living housing that is far more affordable than some other major cities across Canada. But even if you don't want to live in the city, we have beautiful communities just outside city limits that many of our members live, like north, south, east, and west. So um, yeah, and then for those that are just curious about our profession in general and are not uh, current police officers, Calgary Police Service is an amazing agency and organization to work for. So come check it out anyways. I think that's a perfect way to uh, kind of wrap up our conversation today. Nadine, I just want to say thank you again for joining me on today's episode and for sharing info about your journey and insights into the world of training and education for members of law enforcement and specifically officers at CPS. For everyone who tuned in, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Blue Line Podcast. You can check us out on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can also stay up to date on all of your Canadian policing news at blueline.ca. Until next time, stay safe and be well. And thank you, Nadine. Thank you, Brittany. It was a really great time. Thank you for joining Blue Line, the podcast hosted by Blue Line, Canada's only independent national magazine for law enforcement. 